This is Bunny Michael. When you approach your life from the consciousness of your higher self, the knowing how worthy you are, every aspect of your life begins to change. Your relationships, your career, your self-care, your body image, everything. Because this is the process of unlearning the conditioning of our culture that raised us to believe we have to prove ourselves to belong. True success starts with knowing how much you deserve. Following your higher self is an awakening process and it's no easy feat. But as you will hear from the callers on this podcast, our paths might look different, but our journey is the same. Welcome to EXO Higher Self. Hello everyone, welcome. This is episode 49. I hope you had a wonderful week. I had a pretty interesting week. Um, Kara and I found an injured heron on the side of the road near our house and it was really hurt and then we had to like find a wildlife rescue to pick it up. But then we just found out a few days ago that unfortunately the heron didn't make it, poor baby. And also we have decided that we're going to get a dog. So we have begun the process of looking for a rescue. Yep, this out of the city living is sure changing things up. We only just have to find a dog that somewhat gets along with our two cats, so it might be a while till we actually find the right match. Isn't it weird how things just change day by day? You know, we just keep getting older and we keep growing and learning and unlearning and it just never stops. That's why it's so important to slow down, you know, take some deep breaths, And remember to just appreciate the moment because that moment is going to pass by. I remember the first time I heard like the concept of being present. It was when I first started really thinking about like what a spiritual journey was. I mean, this was many years ago. And I was reading the first spiritual book I ever read, which was A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Still one of my faves. I know I've mentioned it here before and read some passages. Anyway, in the book, he introduced this idea to me of presence, not thinking about the past or anticipating the future, but just being here now. And at the time, I had been going to yoga for a while, but then one day I was in class and I heard the teacher say something like, be present. And I was like, oh, what a coincidence. She just said, be present, just like, you know, the book I'm reading. And then I realized that probably many of the yoga teachers had said something about presence in other classes. It just didn't click until now. You know, I didn't really hear it. And I think that's just how our journey is. You know, you realize things when you realize things and you can't rush the awakening process. All you can do is show up and accept yourself for where you're at one step at a time. So before we get started on the questions, I have a couple of announcements. First is that after the answer question section of this episode, I will be reading another listener response message. So stay tuned for that, I'm really excited. And I also want to mention again, for those of you who still haven't subscribed to our Patreon, that last Friday we published our 11th bonus episode there. That's right. There are 11 other full EXO Higher Self episodes that you could have already heard. Well, it's not too late. Subscribe. 
at patreon.com forward slash exo higher self to join our higher self family and get access to bonus content and bonus episodes and video episodes and be able to help us keep this podcast and the higher self content that I create sustainable. We have changed the tier to $3 a month for you to be able to access the bonus episodes. If you've already subscribed at the lower rate, don't worry, you can still keep your rate, but we needed to actually change it to $3 a month rather than $1 a month, just budget-wise for us to be able to keep doing this work and putting in all of this time. And I know that's a little bit more, but you know what? $3 a month is like less than a fancy coffee these days. You know what I mean? So I think it's a pretty good deal for like bonus episodes and to be able to like, you know, support the higher self message and be part of the community. I think that's a pretty sweet deal. So come on over and join the higher self community Patreon. All right, that's enough money talk. Let's get to the questions. Hey, Bunny. Um, I've been hoping to send a, a, a message in for a long time. I just haven't had the time to do it. Um, and that's kind of why I'm calling is because I, um, I find myself stuck in this life routine that I've created for myself with work. Um, I spent like most of my quarantine time going back to school to become a pilot and a flight instructor. And, um, I like did it, you know, I got all my ratings and now I'm a, I'm, I'm a flight instructor and I'm working. I started this a couple months ago um in march and now i'm in this routine of working like 11 hours a day having like zero time to, zero time and energy for myself and life has come at me fast my father died um the month after i started working um i had some other family deaths um the months prior and like a breakup and um now i'm kind of poised with this opportunity to move, um, to follow my school to their new location. But I'm contemplating if that's the right thing to do because I feel overworked. My management is, um, stressful and micromanaging and I'm not really appreciative of the instructors. So, um, it's just this big shit show and I, I don't know what to do because I don't want to run away. And I've tried reaching out to my supervisors and they've been understanding. Um, just a matter of like what I just, I don't know. I, I'm tired of feeling like I'm not a priority to myself anymore. Like I'm not doing the things that I want to do, um, to take care of myself. And that just, it sucks. And I do have the opportunity to, to just leave because I, have some money that I've saved up. Like I don't need to necessarily be working right now. Um, at least for the interim, like I can, I think taking time away and like just having fun and traveling is what I want to do. Um, but I don't want to leave knowing that like I quit and ran away because I have done that once before from a previous job. So I don't know if you have any advice, um, any wisdom, I would so much appreciate it. I really, really love and appreciate you. You're just so incredible. And um, all the callers and listeners are just so vulnerable and amazing. And I'm really thankful for you all and for you. So hope everyone has a good day. Bye. 
Oh, sweetheart, babe, attending to your own needs is not running away from anything. It's the opposite. It's facing what needs to be faced. It's feeling what needs to be felt. Your higher self is speaking to you loud and clear, but it isn't always easy to listen to the voice in you that wants you to prioritize your mental, emotional, and spiritual health. So much of what we learn growing up is that our worth and happiness and success is dependent on our productivity and our careers. But no matter what career success we have in our lives, If we have only prioritized our outer journey and not our inner journey, then we won't be able to fully experience the joy of our accomplishments because there will be a part of us that is neglected. And that part of us is our higher selves, our inner light, our spirit, our connection to who we are beyond what we do, beyond our forms. I'm so sorry to hear about the loss of your father and the other family members who have recently left this realm. That is not easy to feel and process. And lately you have stayed busy because you felt you needed to. But a time of grieving is a very sacred time. And it's your higher self that can guide you through that. But when you don't have the space to connect and channel into your higher self and your inner life, Navigating those emotions becomes even harder to deal with. And then the difficulty of feeling those emotions only leads to more desires to escape those feelings. And over time, you're in this cycle of repression. People go years and years without ever really facing and feeling the hard feelings in their life and not attending to their spiritual health. But the emotions never really go away, even when you find more and more ways to distract yourself from yourself. I have no doubt in my mind that you are ready to fully channel in. And it's an absolute blessing that logistically right now you can. Take advantage of what the universe is offering you. Trust me, when you prioritize your self-care, every other aspect of your life is better cared for as well. Not only because you're healthier and therefore more focused and present, but because you are channeled into making decisions that best reflect the path that your heart is leading you to. You can trust what your higher self is telling you. One of the legacies that the people we love who have left their body leave with us is to remember how precious our time is here. Every day is a gift. It's an opportunity to experience love more fully with ourselves and others. Love has no limits and neither do you. Hello EXO Higher Self fam. It's Bunny here. I am so thrilled to announce my debut book, Hello Higher Self, an outsider's guide to loving yourself in a tough world is now available for pre-order. This book is the essential manual for unlearning your limiting beliefs that have been ingrained in you by the toxicity of our culture and your trauma and your socialization. We all have to unlearn this stuff so we can channel the power of our higher self and everyone who pre-orders this book will receive a special free gift from me to be announced shortly. So hurry to the pre-order link in the show notes and get yourself a copy. I cannot wait for you to read it.
Hi, Bunny. Um, first off, I love your show. Um, it is, was recommended to me by a friend, and it's given me a lot of good insight and kind of retrained me on how to love and care for myself again. Um, so I just wanted to say thank you for that. I'm calling you today. Um, I'm at a bit of a crossroads, and I'm at a really confusing point in my life. Um, I have a partner um, that I've been together with for eight years. Um, we have a toddler together. And I've come to a revelation lately that I have been experiencing um, a lot of emotional abuse and trauma over that period of time. Um, my partner has come to and says want to change. Um, but we have been going through the cycle of abuse repeatedly um, for years. Right now, it seems like we're in the honeymoon phase and things seem to be better at the moment. Um, but I just feel like I can't really bear to stick around much longer. But I'm feeling a lot of guilt because of my child and because of this temporarily um, improved behavior. Um, I'm just feeling really lost right now, uh, really exhausted, and my head has just been in a whirlwind. If you could help me with some guidance, I would really appreciate it. And thank you so much for all that you do. Oh, hon, I am so sorry to hear you've been going through this. I know you've been doing what you felt was best, staying in this relationship most likely because of your child together and you wanting to make things work. But in that process, you've sacrificed your well-being. Your message got a little caught off there, but I think you said that your partner has said they want to change and you're in a bit of a honeymoon phase of them trying to do better. Maybe because you've had a little reprieve from the emotional abuse, you actually have the mental and emotional space to feel your feelings and the toll it's taken on you over the years. You've been in survival mode, and now it's totally understandable how exhausted and emotionally worn out you feel. I just want to give you a big hug right now. You said you feel like you can't stick around much longer, but you feel guilty. The thing is, you have nothing to feel guilty about. You have done nothing wrong, and taking care of your emotional and mental health makes you better able to care for your child. Even if your partner never mistreated you and you just wanted out of the relationship because you wanted a change, that wouldn't be a reason to feel guilty either. Your higher self knows that you absolutely deserve to be in an emotionally safe and supportive relationship. But for a while now, you've been so busy trying to make things work and you have been forced to put up these emotional walls to protect yourself. You haven't had the space to really hear what your higher self is guiding you to do until now. And that's why you finally feel like you can't do it anymore. And that's why you called into this podcast. In your heart, you know what is best for you, and you know what is best for your child. Both of those things go hand in hand, because what is the best is the same for both of you. It's a loving environment. It's an environment that is safe and caring and supportive. 
You're an incredibly loving person, so trust yourself. If you do decide to walk away, obviously it won't be the end of your relationship because you'll have to work together in how to proceed with raising your child. And I know all of that must seem so overwhelming to even think about right now. But what's more overwhelming is the idea of you continuing in a cycle of unhappiness. There are ways to make this transition easier for you. For example, having a mediator talk with both of you so that there's a safe environment to figure out how all of this is going to work logistically. And if you do decide to give it another go because you see a consistent change in your partner and that decision is totally up to you, I would insist on couples counseling and therapy and counseling for yourself. You don't have to do all of this alone and you shouldn't have to. You need support outside of the relationship in order for you to heal and move forward on your path as an individual. You are not just a parent and you are not just somebody's partner. You are more than your roles. And your individual self needs nurturing and support and guidance and inspiration. Life gives us a lot of challenges and some of them can seem just so unfair and it's easy to blame yourself when you're in a situation that is really trying but this isn't happening because you failed or you weren't smart enough or you don't deserve any better it's happening because you can't control other people's choices you can only have autonomy over yours you are free babe free to live a life that serves your higher self you cannot be held back by other people's limitations Trust yourself. You're stronger than you realize. Hi, Bunny. Um, I was just calling because I had a question that I don't really know if a lot of people feel the same way, and I think it would be really helpful if I just got some insight on it. Um, so I'm the type of person that is very spiritual. There's a lot of spiritual practices and I'm able to lucid dream and astral project um, pretty much whenever I want to, which is really fun. Um, but sometimes it can, like, I feel a little bit um, blindsided maybe. Um, so I'll have dreams sometimes that feel pretty, like, meaningful or, like, have meaning to and just have a tendency to believe absolutely everything that I dream about or for another example I tend to believe like every tarot reading I get I don't know I tend to be I don't know if gullible is the right word but maybe just not trusting myself fully so that when I have a dream or when I have like a tarot reading or when someone like gives me an opinion about me I'll believe it and then I'll nitpick it and try to find the truth in it and just like really obsess over it and it can take over my mood really a lot and I don't like living that way but I don't know how to retrain my brain to not believe like absolutely every dream that I have and like every tarot pull that I get and I just want some guidance with that and know how to trust myself more um, so that little things like that don't freak me out so much and I'm not like overthinking it throughout the day. Thank you. Well, you know, it's understandable that you're searching for guidance. That's not a bad thing. 
It's great to get tarot readings. It's great to examine your dreams. All of those practices can help you be more in touch with who you are beyond your human form and get more into your spirit. The thing is though, the goal of a spiritual practice isn't to know everything. It's to be okay in the unknown. It's to be present with who you are right now and to fully love and accept yourself. So although tarot can help you get a glimpse of your path in the future or help you understand some of your past, the real intent of it, which is the intent of all spiritual practice, is to find inner peace through the awareness of love, through the realization that you lack for nothing and that you are whole and part of a divinely interconnected universe. Your reality is a reflection of your state of consciousness So if you go into a tarot reading in the consciousness of you needing some answers in order for you to accept yourself, you're going to project all of your fears and lack onto that tarot reading. If you go into a tarot reading grounded in your higher self, the knowledge that you are whole and loved by the universe just how you are, then you will experience the reading as just another message of love. Each card awakening more acceptance of who you are, including the things you're still working through, including your wounds, including your gifts, including every aspect of what makes you you. Lucid dreaming and astral projection are also reflections of your state of consciousness and self-acceptance. For example, if you're interpreting a dream, that interpretation can be from the perspective of your higher self or the perspective of your ego, your learned hierarchical beliefs. So for example, if you were lucid dreaming and you saw a rose in a vase and it was dying and the petals were falling to the floor, okay, that's a strong symbol. Now, if you interpret meaning onto that symbol, your state of consciousness can create two totally different meanings. If you're not grounded in your higher self, the knowledge that you are enough and always have been, you might see this rose as a future loss that could make you feel deeply troubled, afraid that you're gonna lose something that could be devastating to your sense of self. But because your higher self knows that you're whole and loved, your higher self would interpret that symbol as losing what no longer serves you. Do you see how those two interpretations can make you feel completely different about yourself and your future? My point is sometimes we're so focused on figuring ourselves out, we forget that our spiritual journey is guiding us to simply being one with love. That is the source that connects all these practices and all these modalities. If you get too caught up in the tools to get there, then you will miss the goal. You know, having gifts like astral projection or being able to read tarot or other forms of magic doesn't make you more aligned with love. Anyone can use magic for whatever intent they see it fit. Magic in serve of the ego happens all of the time. Someone's opinion can be in service of their ego. That's why focusing on connecting to your higher self through meditation, or journaling, or whatever ritual feels right for you will keep you in the right state of mind to use what helps you love yourself and leave the rest. You can trust in your own guidance. Hi, Bunny. Um, First, I just want to say um, I really love your podcast, and I really love your Instagram and your Exo Higher Yourself Instagram. It has helped me um, a lot. So I just wanted to talk about herpes, to be honest. So, like, I literally, I got it last March, last year. 
And um, it's just a very scary experience for me. Like, one, I'm scared to tell my mom because I don't know how she's going to react. So I haven't been really telling her. And I've been like, hey, you know, I'm Haitian. We live in a, like, I live in a Haitian household with um, a Haitian immigrant mother. So she's always like, oh, you can always tell me anything. But I'm just, like, scared of her reaction if I tell her that I got it. Uh, Some of my friends know they're very supportive, but it's very hard for me to, like, date with herpes because I'm always scared that, like, I'm going to give it to my partner. And, like, I just cannot handle that, like, constant fear and anxiety to be in a relationship. And, like, I'm only 19 years old. So, I don't know. I've been staying away from pursuing relationships, to be honest. Um, because I'm just scared of, like, passing it on. I'm scared of, of like, any risk and everything. So I'm just, like, kind of shutting myself out to be alone and kind of just stay alone for the rest of my life, which I really don't know how it's going to work out since I'm only 19. But if you have any tips on, like, how to really just be comfortable with having herpes um, or maybe to be comfortable to start, like, dating with herpes, let me know because, and, like, I don't know if you have any sense about me telling my mom. Like, I know I don't have to tell her, but I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, maybe I should tell her one day, but I'm scared of her reaction. So, yeah, if you have any tips for that, um, let me know. Again, thank you so much. Um, this was very hard for me to do. Actually, I've been contemplating it for a while. But I hope that you have a good rest of your day, and I hope everyone listening also has a good day. Thank you again. Hi, babe. I'm so sorry that you're struggling with this. It's totally understandable for you to be anxious, not only about a new health diagnosis, but also the cultural stigma around herpes. But truthfully, babe, it's nothing to be ashamed about. It's actually very common and people have very fulfilling romantic lives and sex lives with herpes. The reason there is such a stigma around STDs is that we come from a culture that has ingrained us with a lot of shame around sex and sexuality. So a diagnosis that has anything to do with sex and sex not with the intention of procreation has an aura of guilt and shame and dirtiness. It's been used in jokes so many times in movies and TV shows and mainstream pop culture. It's become just another way of suggesting, you know, someone is a slut or immoral. And it's like, hello, it's a virus. It's passed on. It has nothing to do with your hygiene or your morals. It could happen to anybody. And your sex life is no one's business. And it's this stigma that leads a lot of people to not reveal their diagnosis to their sexual partners. According to the CDC, more than one in every six people has genital herpes, but you barely hear people talk about it even though it's so common. This is just another aspect of our learned hierarchical beliefs. STDs have become another way of making people less than. But that is why we're on this journey, right? To unlearn these biases. Look, it's absolutely okay if you're feeling sad and scared about your future. Those feelings are valid and it hasn't been that long since you found out, so be patient with yourself. Just remember that feelings though, feelings are not facts. And even if one day you feel less than, 
That doesn't mean it's true. It's your learned hierarchical beliefs. Let's call them your LHBs. Your LHBs are telling you there's something you need to be ashamed about, but it's not true. What is important now is for you to focus on your own self-care and spiritual practice. That will help you stay healthy and honor your body and have a good body-mind connection. That way you can be in touch with whatever your body needs. Your higher self uses every experience as a lesson on how to more fully accept yourself, to more fully love yourself. This diagnosis can be a portal to loving yourself even more deeply than before you found this out because you are beautiful and always have been and always will be and you deserve to honor yourself. As far as telling your mom, I would really be mindful of your expectations before you do. If you're telling her hoping her first reaction is going to make you feel good, that might be setting the bar a little too high. If you go in without any expectations, then you could be in a more powerful position to help her understand how to better support you. But you don't have to tell her anything until you really want to, until you feel strong enough. You can have whatever boundaries around this that you need for your emotional and spiritual health. There is a lot online to read about. As far as the stigma around herpes, there's a lot of support groups. So if you're looking for someone to lift up your spirits, reach out to people who get it. I think I've mentioned on this podcast before, but I recently found out I have some issues around fertility and I might not be able to get pregnant the way that me and my partner had planned for our future. And that was a real shock to hear. You know, I didn't expect that. And it's been really hard for me to accept. And even though so many people struggle with fertility and it is so common, it's wild how much people don't talk about the struggle. And I still get sad when I feel like no one around me understands what it feels like. But that's why you and me need to seek out Facebook groups, other resources online, you know, so that we can get in contact with other people in similar situations. Part of our self-care is to reach out. So thank you for trusting me with what you're going through and reaching out to me and this podcast. I'm sending you so much love. And now it's time for our listener response message. This is from an email. Hey, bunny. I do not remember the episode. It was sometime last year, maybe December. A listener called because they thought they might be aromantic, but they didn't want to be, and this was making them feel unwell. If I remember correctly, you responded by saying, I'm paraphrasing here, that if they felt uncomfortable with the thoughts of possibly being aromantic, that means that they're not. And as someone who's aromantic, I wanted to say that that isn't necessarily the truth. There are a lot of different reasons why a person could feel anxious about possibly being aromantic, especially because of our aromatonormative society. And they left a link called All About Aromatonormity, The Privilege of Romantic Love. I myself cried a lot when I found out I was aromantic. It goes against everything that I've learned that I should be. While I'm fine being aromantic now, it's still very hard for me back then. That's why I still, after all these months, felt the need to write you an email. Even though I don't remember the episode, it was still too important for me to leave it unsaid. 
I love your podcast so much and wish you and Kara all the best. Wow, thank you so much for writing that in and bringing that to my attention. To be honest, I've never even heard of a normative. Oh my gosh, I can't even say it. A normativity. A matonormativity. It's A M A T O N O R M A T I V I T Y. And thank you for sending um, this link in. Um, from what I remember about that episode, is that I felt that if somebody's heart was speaking to them, that they wanted something, that they should follow the guidance of their heart. Um, but you're absolutely correct that there are other ways of of looking at it. And I really, really appreciate you bringing this to my attention and caring about it so much and it really having that effect on you and wanting to reach out to that person. That's really, really thoughtful and sweet of you. So thank you. Thank you so much for writing that in. All right. Well, that wraps up this week's episode. This was such an awesome one. I love the variety of questions. Keep sending them in. Y'all are the best. Remember to subscribe to our Patreon. Follow us on Instagram, rate us, leave a review, whatever you can do to help show your support. We appreciate it so much. Have a beautiful week. Remember this journey is one step at a time, so don't judge yourself. If you slip up, if you make a mistake, you have a triggering thought, like it happens, you know? The worst thing we can do is shame ourselves because that just keeps us in the cycle. That just empowers it. So only love and encouragement is what is gonna keep us sustainable on this journey. So give yourself that. Give yourself what you need. Give yourself that nourishment. All right. I love you so much. And so does your higher self. I'll see you next time. Bye. EXO Higher Self is recorded in Brooklyn, New York, hosted by me, Bunny Michael, produced by Kara Gilvey with original music and sound mixing by Michael Bihari. 